Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm on cool. Me too. You're doing great, dude. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Is that my advice to you? And I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. All right, GoBundance Brothers, uh, are you going to walk your talk this year? Are you going to walk your talk in life? Right? One of our pillars is bucket list adventures. And I know one of the questions we have on the GoBundance app, if you knew that the life expectancy of your life was suddenly slashed in half, right? Instead of your expectation being lived at 90, all of a sudden it was 45, right? And you were, let's say less than that in age what would you do differently and almost everyone says i'd do more bucket list adventures right i'd go right to the bucket list so so think that way and i know everyone has their bucket list and we're going to give you some opportunities to create some bucket list adventures here you know we have a fan abundance trip in jackson hole to see the solar eclipse i know that Mark Swagger and uh, Daniel Ramsey and their families are like three or four Aaron's family three or four families are already getting RVs and driving around before this and then meeting there and anyways it's going to be a great little uh, fam abundance trip it's August 17th to 22nd five nights now right now it's sold out but there is a waiting list so if you'd like to be on said waiting list definitely reach out to Melanie M-E-L-A-N-I at GoBundance.com. And then we got the Mount Katahdin trip. Uh, This is June 7th to the 11th. And uh, basically, this was a champions-only trip. And about five champions signed up. But then, uh, you know, we had 10 spots. And so now I have four more filled up with elite members. So I got one more elite member spot if you want to go. The same thing, reach out to Melanie. It's going to be awesome. We're going to start in Maine, in Bangor, Maine. Everything's going to be done for you. All you need to bring is a backpack, a bivy sack, which is like a little tent uh, that goes over your sleeping bag and your sleeping bag. And the, and we have two Go Crew going, and they're going to basically do pack all of the food and, and have everything set up. So all we need to do is hike, and it's just going to be an incredible hike, incredible time. There's a lot of uh, really deep shit that's discussed when you're stuck in the woods with a limited number of people and uh it's it's a, i mean i've had some of my major breakthroughs on hikes with uh, peer partners i've probably done 10 with david and tim where we've you know gone deep into stuff and changed major things in our lives as a, as a result of, of plowing through these so if you got some shit on your mind and you want to you know get the advice of nine other brilliant minds uh, what you should do 
this is an opportunity because you don't do anything but talk to each other, right? Your phones don't even work. So, you know, I mean, they, they will work at certain roads that we cross, but for the most part, you know, it's one of those deals. So anyway, so uh, Mount Katahdin, and then we're going to party like rock stars uh, after the summit at uh, one of the, at the Hollywood casino afterwards and we're spending the night at the casino we got uh, 10 rooms booked at the casino okay cool so anyways south africa trip uh september 24th october 4th our deadline is at us april 14th so here's the deal we reserve 20 spots at this really really cool remote uh, wildlife hotel in the middle of the jungle and on the 14th we're going to release any spots that we're not taking so we're going to release in, in any spots you know beyond uh, less than 20. so right now i got 14 people signed up if this is something you're considering i say jump on it make sure you got a spot so you can stay with us there uh, it's going to be incredible a bunch of us are meeting in new york city the night before so that we don't miss our tea time at the legends golf course so look into that look into flying out of new york city at 11:05, i think in the morning is when uh, a bunch of us are going and that's what we got for you uh, and of course uh, next year our january trip looks like it is going to be in steamboat Springs. so that is going to be awesome just announced jeff hoffman is a billionaire founder of priceline.com i'm sure you've heard of priceline and he's going to be at the event next uh, january so plan on being there and he is also giving us all a free book that he just wrote. So expect that in the mail. It's called Scale. Scale. And we're going to do a interview with him online. It's free to all GoBundance members. Uh, and that'll be a note in the mail. Yeah, that's all we got for now. Listen, sign up for your bucket list item and don't be a false prophet. Grab life big. All right, Go Abundance Brothers, it's time to grab life big. I have one of the original, probably in the. Do you know what your scroll number is, Darren? Do you know what the number you are yeah. on the scroll, buddy? I do. I'm number 21, brother. 21. I was going to say something in the top 20, but uh, number 21, uh, Go Abundance Brothers. Uh, now we are at, you know, 160 some. So. I'm excited to dig deep with Mr. Darren McMahon today. Welcome to Grab Life Big, Darren. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Much appreciated. It's an honor and a privilege. Hey, Darren, why don't you give everybody a little rundown on you so they can get to know you better? Absolutely. Well, give us like uh, your five minute Darren McMahon story from the time you were born till today. How about that? My five minute spiel. Okay. Well, Let's have at it then. Okay, well, I was uh, born in New York, actually, 47 years ago, believe it or not, and parents just lived out there for a year, took off to Kentucky, and for the most part been uh, uh, living in uh, California since I was about five years old. Grew up more or less in uh, organized sports uh, since I was a little kid. I was always basically the smallest kid on the team. But I was always involved in a lot of sports uh, that was always in my back pocket because I was, wasn't was the sm smartest kid around, but I always uh, was athletically uh, pretty gifted in different ways. And I did it through high school and then uh, did it through college where I was on the 
track team. I was actually a long jumper on the track team in at UC Santa Barbara, although I was literally stunk when I got to college on the track team because I was a scratch man. If there's anything that I could do, uh, when I got to college, I would literally run and jump and I would get off a good jump and I would scratch by about an inch over the board so my jump would not uh, count and it was <laughs> it was humiliating it was absolutely humiliating I went good good from being good and winning league and uh in high school to uh just being a choke artist in college so it was humiliating I think that happens to a lot of a lot of people you know they get in they get in there and they realize they're not hot shit anymore right they're just like you know there's there's always a bigger world and then, and then the next step is they get they, if they're great in college and they try to go out for pro or semi-pro and then they really get their ass handed to them and so so you got out of college and take me to where you are now like you, you stayed yeah, in california right well, well, I, I got out of college. I honestly didn't quite know what I wanted to do. So immediately when I got out of college, I uh, went to uh, be a ski bum out in Utah for a winter. Immediately after that, I went to uh, go travel Europe by myself. My best friend at the time bailed, and I was going to bail. And then I just said, screw this, and I took off. Didn't even have a backpack. I just had a uh, duffel bag, and I... <laughs> took off by myself and I didn't have any money quite honestly I had a year rail pass and I went to uh, nine nine different countries I was sleeping on the trains overnight and I was just getting them duffel I was getting a loaf of breads just to eat and I was uh, sleeping outside when I could when the hostels were uh, uh, were full and I was just getting by however I could but I was uh, it was really the best trip of uh, my life because I learned so much about myself and it was, it's something that I'll always cherish. I, I went to so many different countries. It was, uh, I was gone for a couple, couple months and it was really honestly the time of my life. So, But I came back and I honestly uh, still wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. So my uh, mom was uh, starting a uh, family business at the time and uh, I didn't I was working in that on the side and then I was uh, waiting tables and I continued to wait tables and then I went down to LA because I thought I wanted to be an actor for a little bit so I went down to LA to do the acting thing for about a year and got my butt handed to me did you get uh, anything again. at all did, I, did you yeah, get a standing I, I part a, with no with no voice? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I was an extra extra in some different movies. Yeah, um, but I never got any speaking roles. I got oh, my okay. butt handed to me basically, <laughs> and uh, I I finally quit it when I got propositioned by some photographer, and he told me to take off all my clothes, and I said, "Dude, I'm out of here." Are you kidding me? me? Really? Yeah, and so basically, I, I came back up and. By this time, I was about 20, 27. I, I still didn't want to uh, follow in the family business. And then I ran into the medical distribution sale business, which I had an English degree from college, quite honestly. And I thought, you know, medical sales, what am I going to do with this? Mm. You know, was it, it, I didn't know yeah, right. what I was going to do. But anyway, make a long story short. Here I am uh, 19 years later. I'm in the same same gig. I started off at the uh, at the bottom and uh, worked myself up to 
where I'm now in the uh, the top one percent, and it's a it's now a Fortune five company. So that's where I'm uh, that's where I'm at. That's awesome, and and you finally got married, right? Is that right? The yeah, forty seven yeah, years old. You stayed yeah, single was, for a long time. A you just got married, right? Yeah, I was a lifelong bachelor, and I finally got married a, a year and a half ago to uh, well. In English, you, you would say Laura, but in, in Spanish, because uh, she's Mexican, is uh, it's called Lauda, is her name. So, Laura. Uh, Lauda. Yeah. Laura. Got, and, in, uh, and you guys met on, I remember this, you guys met on Latin Cupid, right? And she was yeah, in Mexico Latin, and you were Latin here? Latin American Cupid. That is it. <laughs> yeah, we met online. She was living in Texas at the time, and I was in California, and I, I just said, what the hell? And uh, she came on out. One uh, one weekend, we went to a Giants game, and the uh, rest is history. We went back and forth. We're dating. I was still dating some other girls at the time, and uh, after about a year, then it became more serious than out with the others, just with her, and then, uh, what, a year and a half later, we ended up uh, getting getting engaged, and then uh, the, the rest is history. Ended up uh, popping the question at the top of Machu Picchu. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I got married a year and a half ago. So and then and then tell everybody because I know you had some issues, right? Like she, you know, she left the country to go visit her her family in Mexico, and then they wouldn't let her back in the states. Tell me about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she had a ten year visa, tourist visa, which she had, and uh, she was back and forth to the U.S. for many different years she was actually on her second 10-year tourist visa that she just had renewed and she ended up um went back to mexico to go visit family for the holidays and was coming back and did not realize that the last time that they had stamped her because they were always stamping for stamping her for six months at a time and the last time that they stamped her for whatever reason they had stamped her for three months that she had to check in three months and so when she went back and she came back in over the border she was technically 21 days late checking in from the three months she thought she was well within the six months but really she was three months and so make long story short she ended up getting uh, uh, denied at the border got sent back I had to hire a immigration attorney and she got uh, yeah, it was a big hassle. I had to go all the way up to the uh, former head of head uh, Homeland Security, Janet Napolitano, to uh, <laughs> to lobby to. Uh, uh, I had to write letters and get to basically get her uh, get her butt back here. So it was a big hassle, but finally got it done, and the rest is history. Now wow. we're well, now we're trying to. Uh, work on a family so that's oh that's uh, awesome that's where we're at now yeah that's great dude and how old is she she's 41 now okay. yep and i'm 47 so it's the first marriage for both of us neither of us have kids so that's that's it well that's great you know osborne is uh, getting ready to hit 50 and his wife tracy is 43 and they got a beautiful son they ju he just came to visit here uh with his son and you know they just made it happen and so you've got uh, you got a few years on them so should be oh yeah yeah, yeah. And I know oh, yeah. Jeff Quinton just uh, Jeff Quinton just had a little daughter, and he's in his forties, and uh, his wife is older too, and they went through all kinds of in vitro to get that, and uh, they they got a beautiful gift there recently. So, 
Absolutely. Hey, I think in vitro's calling my name. Bring it on. Yeah, so, go get doing this. Shut <laughs> the door. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, good. Well, let's get into some nitty gritty here. So, you know, what percentager are you, Darren? I got some work to do on that, buddy. I'm 29%. Okay. Well, at least you're not yeah. at zero. Uh, how about your net worth? Where are you at there? My net worth is at 4.672. Million. Sweet. Almost at the five million mark. So yeah. getting up to champion level there. So what would you say your LTI is your left to invest? You know, after you make commissions uh from selling medical stuff and then pay your bills, uh how much money do you have left over every year to invest? Well, after I put in uh, all my money into uh stocks and my well, that would be investing. Would be uh, you can invest it in stocks. Yeah, so well, I would say after you pay your mortgage and your, you know, sure. food and all that crap, how much is left that you have to invest in stocks or whatever you want to invest in? Bas- yeah, basically, what I what I'm saving is about two two twenty five a year. Okay. left to invest. All right, cool. So, and what about your giving ratio? What are you giving back? It's well. That's uh, I was trying to figure this out because um, I monthly I um, support a couple uh, family in Mexico, a family in Ecuador. Been mm. doing that for years, but I give a lot of my time, like uh, a month a year, to this Tony Robbins organization where I donate my time. So in which I don't get paid for that; it's all volunteer. Yeah, I guess that's questionable because you're kind of, so, you know, you're kind of like a go crew there. You're getting you you get a lot out of it. You know, is that considered charitable giving? Yeah. I mean, Would, it's yeah, it's 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 hard to uh really try and uh put a number on it because although I I'm still making commissions when I'm away, I'm not making as much commissions. Right. I mean, my so my you, average uh commissions per year last year was a little under per month were was 60 a little about 62,000 a month uh, okay. vertical so you're making about uh, 700 grand vertical so yeah, here's my how vert- here, yeah so yeah, here's my how vertical works. was 737 that What's was your, my vertical what was your horizontal my horizontal was 164 so 90 901 okay. was uh So that's good. So total. you take the 901 and if you gave 9000 to the families in Ecuador and Mexico, you'd be at 1%, right? Yeah. So where do you think you are? Well, I was I was thinking because between that and one life because I get the one life right that counts some to front row front row foundation. Front row, okay. I give to the time away from, I was thinking, conservatively speaking, the amount of commissions that I, I forgive by being away for that month is probably about uh, between, if I'm making, say, $62,000 vertical month, probably about $15,000, dollars to $15,000 I'm probably forgiving. Uh, All right, so month. you're at like one and so, a half, two percent. So, it's yeah it's probably probably about yeah probably yeah probably maybe yeah two and a half three percent something something along that lines cool so what's your life happiness index 
Life happiness, uh, that was at 7.88%. That's cool. Now, has that risen now that you're married, or has it dropped down? No, it's risen since I've been married, yes. That's awesome. Absolutely. That's awesome. All right, so what would you say your 10-year goals are? Where where do you want to be at 57 years old, Darren? 57, I, I basically want to make sure that I am running my own ship. As much as uh, I am in corporate America, I do travel quite a bit. So I probably do take probably, oh, well, a month off for Robbins, another probably six weeks off for vacation. So I'm I'm gone quite a bit because I work out of the house. I don't report yeah. to an office. So I kind of do what I want when I want and just because I've, I perform well th- th- uh, for them throughout the years. They more or less leave me alone. So it's not the traditional corporate America type of job. And I'm a straight commission type of uh, employee. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a salary. I mean, what I bring in is 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 what I make. So right. however, this uh, career with corporate America, they are starting to uh, decrease our commission, so to speak. I mean, mm. We just had a call about six weeks ago saying, hey, we're – decreasing your commission factor and you know that doesn't really sit well with me so of course not. i know that uh well, they're the looking at you making seven hundo and being like this dude's making too much you know a well, medical salesman should make 200 probably tops is in their mind and they're thinking hey you know they don't expect it when you know someone builds a 19 year old book right and to do as well as you uh, that's basically what what they're doing i mean there's there's a handful of us that are you know, making say uh, seven bills or plus, and so I don't think they like it. Obviously, they want to keep it probably uh, in the 300, 300 or, or below type of range. Yeah. So almost half. Yeah. They they Less probably want to uh, uh, tinker with it. So anyway, make a long story short. I know that the uh, end game is not this for me. So my, what my next passion or what really my passion is is really uh, coaching people and to have really get to the next level in life and really lead a uh, a balanced really fulfilling life and that really has to do with my uh, my life story of of you know really what happened to me in life and you know a lot of people don't really know what happened to me and it's something that uh you know really dug deep at me and i was in denial for a little bit uh, just because i was scared to death and uh, i don't want people to go through that same thing as that i went went through and i want to make sure that uh with all the training that i've had through the robbins organization that i can take this to a higher level because i i know that i have a greater purpose in life than what mm-hmm. i'm doing right now and that uh, however at the same time as i have this career dialed in right now and as this as i've learned to work smarter and smarter and hope to exactly. coach, coach some people that might be you know faced with similar challenges that that you had. Can you share a little bit on that, Darren? What happened to you? It, absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happened to me. Well, I was uh, basically a millennial, and uh, it was back in 2011 or 2000, and during 911 when I ran into the uh, Tony Robbins organization, and I was at in Hawaii during that uh, event when 911 happened. And the thing literally rocked my world. I came back and uh, I was in this medical sales arena. However, I was just kind of treading water. I didn't really know what to to do and really how to make sales. I was 
calling on every customer and you know from every knocking on every door i just didn't know what how to go about uh, uh, making the steps making the sales so to speak so i ended up coming back home things started to fall in place i changed my strategy i ended up uh, buying my first home within four years i ended up or might have been three and a half, within about three and a half years i went from being worth nothing to being worth a, a couple million bucks and i was so driven and i just kept on working 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 however i was so driven and i was overly working so and i was stressed i was a human stress ball i was working so hard and i had this uh a relationship with some uh european gal she lived in poland at the time and i was back and forth between poland i was working probably 80 hour weeks and i was up to uh i had 10 single family homes at the time and my career was uh take starting to take off and then the market market uh started to crash this was in 2007 and i'd stopped buying the homes in 2006 and uh, i made some fatal flaws at that time and i was thinking okay it's gonna turn gonna turn i I didn't, uh, I can tell you some wrongs that I did, you know, looking back on it. However, I was trying to maintain this relationship. I was, uh, I was too stressed. I ended up, my girl uh, friend at the time and a close friend of mine, I was at home at the time and I ended up having out of the blue a, what they call a grandma seizure, a grand, a full-on seizure and they both thought that I freaking died and I was unresponsive for a couple minutes I was full-on white my eyes rolled back paramedics came and they were freaked out of their they were completely freaked out both of them they I ended up coming out of it and they thought that uh that both of them thought I was I was done I was gone and I literally it's not like I saw any type of gates of heaven or anything like that I, I just came out of it and uh, I remember uh, they ended up saying hey man you gotta you gotta change the way that you're you're doing things here and I kind of blew it off it was like because you know what are you talking about things are going great and uh, I didn't realize it until uh, what was it about six six months later i really didn't change anything and then same thing happened same girlfriend i was out in north carolina we're at the furniture market trying to buy uh, furniture out there at high point and i was at the hotel and i had two freaking big seizures out of the freaking blue same thing paramedics came she thought i was freaking dead again Paramedics said that they didn't know if I was gone or not. And anyway, after that, I then I started really get scared as to whether I was going to be able to. Um, I started to get scared whether whether to, to fall asleep at night because it happened. Both both of these seizures happened when I was sleeping. It didn't happen when I was awake. They happened when I was falling asleep and then. 
suddenly I, I woke up with a flashlight in my eyes and uh, I, I was scared out of my freaking wits end. The first time that it happened, I blew it off. The second time, I was like, holy freaking crap. And I started getting scared. I didn't really want my family to know because I was, um, I was afraid that they were going to, uh, I mean, they knew about the seizures, but I didn't want them to know that I was, you know, literally kind of scared for my life to freaking fall asleep at night. But it was, it was a little bit of a, I should say, a dark period in my life because I was, uh, first time in my life, I was really kind of scared about doing something because I was, uh, and that was just to fall asleep. Because uh, I was always kind of gung ho, let's do this, let's do that, and and then it, it took me a while to uh, to overcome that that point in my life to where I, I was just uh, just say screw this, I'm just going to live my life and uh, whatever happens happens. Well, well, let's let, let's back it up a little bit. So, okay, so why did you have these grand? I've heard the term grandma seizure. I don't really know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Other than I guess it's like an epileptic uh, seizure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, uh, uh, when I went to the doctor, the, the doctor ended up saying that uh, it was something that was bought on by lack of sleep and stress. Lack, really? So he, he pinpointed yeah. right away, right? And it ends yeah. up being that, um, you know, you had these nine houses in Texas or whatever, and yeah, I think I think for a while there, you, you were short selling them, trying to get them all sold short sale, and then eventually you just said, fuck it, right? And you... you you just let them go, right? Well, basically, they were. There was a couple in Texas, couple in uh, the ones in Texas. I still have. There was a couple in Vegas. Those are gone. There, and then the rest were in California. And, you were trying. Uh, you were trying to catch up with all these and pay the mortgages, yeah. pay. Yeah. You know. You know. Catch up. You know. Do the right thing, and it, it became overwhelming, and and yeah. know, that's what led up to it. Plus, traveling around and selling medical stuff and. You know, whatever, all this stuff just led up to this, uh, like, volcanic eruption in your head? Yeah, uh, no, uh, well, absolutely. You know, I think it had it had to do with, uh, it had to do a combination of many things. It had to do with the, just working way too many freaking hours. I was working way too many hours. Like, what, 100? Uh, I was probably working, uh, probably 85. 85 hours 85 hours a yeah. day right right at, at your whole week. life was work yeah yeah i was working 85 hours and then i was also trying to maintain a again relationship i mean she was in poland i was here so i was mm. flying back and forth Jeez, and that was freaking tough sure you didn't meet on her on Latin top cupid. of that i you know i was met her on poland anyone to, polish cupid uh what did What's you meet that? her on polish cupid uh, well, how did I meet her? I, I met her on I met her online too, but uh, I don't know. She uh, yeah, she was a handful. I mean, great person, but she was a handful. But uh, I'll tell a... you what, that was another thing is is that I was trying to keep up, so to speak, with the Joneses. I mean, this was a girl at the time that uh, she she was great. I don't take anything away from her, but she had been spoiled her whole damn life and she had been a uh, a european model and had been lived lived throughout europe in milan in london and paris from 18 to 28 until she retired and so she had all these rich suckers always giving her whatever she wanted and 
you know, I was back and forth. You know, I wasn't sugar daddies. I wasn't about the money. I wasn't yeah. about some sugar daddy. However, right here she was, and however you're dating just, a mom. Uh, in, exactly. And it's hard not just, to be a sugar daddy, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, you're you're just like, oh well, at least she's hot, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, she, you know, she was this stunning, you know, five nine, blue eyed, you know, tan type of, you Big know, titties. Polish Russian type of gal, and. You know, hell, I right, right. So I'll, you were I'll admit, straight. I, I grew. I uh, fell head over heels in love. And you, you were straight. I, we you, were friends. We were friends stressing. for a long time afterwards. However, uh, you know, it uh, it came to an end. It just didn't work out. It was off. It was off and on for about seven years. So she was. And, so she was stressing you out, right? Bitching and complaining about you know her Rolex isn't as good as the one she just saw on some other lady and. And uh, the, you got these nine properties hanging over you. You got 85 hours a week, and you, you just fell asleep, and you didn't wake up, or you woke up in a hospital. And then the doctor says, get more sleep, Darren. And you're like, I can't sleep. The last two times I went to sleep, I woke up in a hospital. So now you got this paranoia, this OCD o over top of you going, you know, if I go to sleep, I'm going to die. So, you know, the obvious question here is what the hell did you do, right? How, how did you get out of that? You know what? I, I started just to look at the bigger picture and I just started thinking of myself, uh, asking myself better questions, you know, just as I learned from the Robbins organization, you know, in uh, so you just took 20, 30 years from now, is this really going to matter? Right, now? right. And so I started to ask myself, hey, listen, I'm, I'm better. I'm better than this. I know better than this. And so I, I started just reprogramming my mind. I mean, one thing that I learned from the Rodman's organization was to have a, you know, good, good mindset. And I was just trying to do too much. So I really started to put stuff in perspective. And I just started saying, you know what, after a while, I just said, screw this crap, I'm going to rebuild myself up, which is what I did. And I ended up, uh, uh, Back in 2012, you know, I just said screw to everything, and I ended up filing Chapter uh, Seven in Chap in 2012, and I said enough of this crap. I got away with that. I, yeah, it was a, it was tough to say goodbye to that stuff, but I, I got rid of a bunch of debt that had gone. Bye bye. When all that uh, real estate was worth, uh, you just started over. Way up to way down. Yeah, I had to start over, but I've I've built myself up really quick since 2012 because you know just because of the mindset that I have, and I knew that it was not going to uh, get me down for long. So yeah, and since that time, you know, I I I've doubled my vertical income because my vertical income was not where it was at at that time. Wow. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I was probably making three fifty vertical at that time. I was not making, you know, seven hundred. So you're working plus. less, but you're making more. Yeah, I'm, I exactly. I'm working a lot smarter. You know, I started to really concentrate on the old traditional eighty twenty rule. Mm. You know, before I was I was trying to please every single of my hundred and seventy five customers, no matter what it was, uh, and I was trying to do too much. And now I'm just was trying to concentrate more on the 80-20 rule, con concentrating on my top 20% customers. And you know what? If I lose some of those those bottom dwellers that take too much of my time, then so be it. I just got to be content on taking care of my top 20 customers because that's where just about my uh, 
90% of my paycheck is coming from. And, Smart. you know, year after year, I've been making more money and that's, uh, that's where it comes from. And so with the 225 grand, then, then I'm able to, uh, sock away more or less every year. I've been able to invest that now and, you know, funds, different real estate funds and, uh, the market, although I'm not uh, so hot on the market because I don't know too much about it, mm. and uh, different different ways. So yeah, so you're back. Um, you're back. Well, I, re- yeah, I remember back you going I'm, through uh, that. Gonna make a dent. There you go, man. I I remember when we were in uh, Aust- Austria and Germany at Oktoberfest, and you had just finished uh, going through that whole process there, liberating yourself. And and starting over and uh, it's, oh, it's yeah. amazing to see, you know, you've you've come out of this uh, brilliantly, making more probably making more money now than you ever have in your life, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yep. And it's uh, it's only going to get better. I and know no that, uh, no no mall whatever the hell they call it, right? Uh, what what is it called? No no more seizures. Oh no no, uh, that's that stuff is all in the by all in the past. That's awesome. Because I don't uh, you know I don't have the same worries any anymore and mm. i think it was all stress and uh sleep i get to make sure i get sleep and you know i don't have the same stresses anymore i make sure that i i take my vacations i take my time off i uh i relax. work myself to the bone yeah relax i mean sleep is underrated i think you know mm. if you listen to uh, hal elrod's podcast when um when Johnny V is interviewing him uh, when when he says i need to take time off from the podcast and he he asked him, what do you think, you know, where your cancer came from, how? And he, he says the one thing that keeps coming back in his mind is a lack of rest. You, you know what I mean? He was going balls out. Now, nobody ever knows where cancer comes from. But I think it's an, uh, sleep and rest is, is definitely underrated by guys. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know. So, um, so great, man. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that you're back. I, I loved uh, – you know, my wife and I watched uh, the Tony Robbins movie, uh, I Am Not Your Guru, uh, the other night. And I think I counted four or five times I saw you in it. Uh, oh, I kept saying, there's Darren, there's Darren, yeah. you know, sitting in this, sitting there in the training room or, you know, doing where Rock was in it too. But uh, yeah, I think you're was. in there more than Rock is. So that's uh, that was really cool to see. So I know, I know you're up on that. And um all right, cool. So let's get into some other things about uh, Darren. So what would you say, you know, we have the six pillars, Darren. What pillar do you suck at? I would say that I suck at, well, the one that I think that I, I need most help at, I would say, is horizontal because I, I think 29% is unacceptable Yeah. in my uh, eyes of the uh, world, so to speak. Doesn't matter what uh, and you're probably income a, you have. You're, you're probably in a, a bubbly market there in California. You probably yeah. need to invest in Pittsburgh or, or some areas outside of there, or through you know other means like um, David's Aligned Fund or or, or other things uh, other than right there. But absolutely, you could get out of that twenty nine percent. So, uh, how can the GoBundance sure. Brothers uh, help you? create more horizontal income what can we do for you well absolutely i mean it, it's more so just uh, i'm out there uh, looking at deals i mean i've uh have two different uh you know i've invested so far and uh got some money in with uh lennon pete cook and also okay. andrew cushman oh yeah great uh, 
Yeah, have money in with them thus far. Good. And I yeah, have stuff like that. There's a lot of of and and that's stuff's fairly safe, you know. In and it is investing in real estate. So sure, absolutely. So that's good. You know, I, I'm going to continue to invest. Probably, I would say, uh, oh, between a. Uh, 150 to 200 grand in the uh, GoBundance tribes through the different deals yearly, uh, just depending on uh, what I think is best for me. And then I have a different uh, fund in San Francisco that I'm also investing with that is not a part of GoBundance that uh, I have about 300 grand in. What is that? So, well, it's it's a it's a fund that uh, I know McCarthy knows about it because he was on our uh, uh, the guy that heads it is part of a, uh, uh, well, he heads it. Uh, he was on our uh, trip to Snowwater. It's called March Capital. It's minimum 200 grand to get in. What are they investing? Uh, what, what kind of thing? It's, uh, it's basically in just in San Francisco. It's basically for higher end type of uh, units, more or less uh, multi, well, normally single family homes, but also multifamily complexes. And Guy's done. Uh, he's done very well. I mean, the first uh, the first fund, it was uh, what did it come in at? It came in at uh, 25 percent return for the investors. So I'm in fund two. So we'll see how it comes out. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the the key I think is to you know sp- spread them out. You know. Yeah, that's exactly that's what I'm doing. You know, my goal is to. Uh, Right now, I have. I was counting counting it up. I have a little more than a half a million invested in in real estate, and then another three hundred grand invested in the real estate market, or not in the real estate market, in a, in the stock market. Other than a little bit more than a million invested throughout my four hundred one k. So I have about three hundred grand invested in uh, BlackRock and also Carlisle funds mm, okay. through um, Wells Fargo private equity funds. Yeah. So right now I'm just trying to spread stuff out, seeing how things Smart. are going. But I want it. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, get stuff. Trying to get my real estate investments uh, up to oh, within uh, up to about a million within uh, the next two years, two and a half. I would be doing a lot of the stuff more so myself. However, the one caveat is, is since I just had uh, in 2012, I had to file Chapter Seven. I have uh, my credit is is still not over 700 yet. So I've been fighting that battle in regards to uh, buying properties myself. Otherwise, I would buy a lot of lot of the properties myself. Yeah. Well, you'll so, get there. But yeah, otherwise, I'm get just. Around uh, yeah, so I'm just putting it in uh, other professionals. Besides, these guys know what they're uh, know what they're talking about and have mm-hmm. more time than I have. So, so I might um, as well learn from these I professionals. Know Tim Road likes to call you gonads because uh, you do balls out stuff like you know jump off of cliffs and do backflips, double backflips when you're skiing and uh, all that type of stuff. And and you've you've managed to keep yourself in incredible health outside of the seizures and things like that. Right now you're you're in really good shape. What? How much do you weigh, Darren? You know I fluctuate between like 178 and 180. All right, and do you know your body fat? I have no idea, to tell you the truth. All right. Okay, and, you know, skiing is your game? Uh, I love to ski. I love to uh, play basketball, you know, in the summertime. 
and I like to play golf. I don't play golf 12 months a year like some of these guys do, but I like to uh, play golf. So, but uh, still not under a. Uh, I don't have my handicap under a 10 yet, but I I like to play. So, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, so uh, let me hit you with this, Darren. This is our kind of our flagship question. Okay, and now bear in mind. You're answering this in the first person, right? You're not, you're not answering it to me. You're answering it to whoever you're directing it at. I'm going to shut up after, you, after I ask this question. And that is this. Let's say you're on a plane, right? You see smoke, right? The pilot says, you know, brace for impact. We're going down. Uh, people are screaming and yelling. You're staring death in the face. You have an opportunity to pick up the phone and make a very fast phone call. I want you to pick up that phone and... Tell me what you're saying. Go. Hi, Laura. Uh, it's it's me. I don't know how to say this, but it looks like I'm not going to be making it out of here. I'm on a plane, and we're going to be crashing here pretty soon. But, and it looks like my life is coming to an end. But uh, I just want you to please reach out to the kids here. Let them know I love them very much. I love you very much. Please reach out to the family, my parents, everyone. Let them know that I love them very much. Please don't have any pity on me. I lived a very full life. Please live live a masterpiece of your life. Be happy. Do whatever you like to be happy. I'll be looking down at you from heaven. Please lead your life without any regrets. Do whatever you can for our kids. I'll always be thinking about you. And uh, please, please, once again, don't... Uh, uh, be happy for all the times that we have, and don't don't cry. I'll I'll always be there. This was my time to go, and uh, I'll always be thinking about you. I love you very much, sweetie, and uh, this is just my time. I'm out. Take care, sweetie. Well done, well done, well done. All right, so let's uh, wrap this up, Darren, with grabbing a GoBundance question out of the app. Let me pull up the app on my phone. Are you ready, sir? Make it happen. Dan McMahon. Easy. <laughs> Where are you currently thinking or being emotionally small where you need to be much bigger? Being emotionally small where I need to be... Hmm. I would have to say I've been putting off for quite quite some time along with one of my other buddies of mine who's a Tony Robbins trainer. We've been wanting to start a online coaching business for quite some time. And I would have to say in the uh, personal development field, just hunkering down, making this happen. I've been... Uh, making some excuses about uh, having a conflict of interest with my company. However, I, I, I believe I found ways around that. I just got to hunker down and make it happen with him. And uh, I know that he's going through some other, other stuff. However, I, I got he lives in Texas, and uh, I just got to jump on a plane and uh, you know, be the leader in this and just uh, make it happen, go there for a, a week or so, and uh, hunker out some... Uh, some material and uh make it happen with him because uh otherwise it's not gonna it's not gonna happen we've been talking about it for the last three four five years and uh i just got to make it happen instead of m making excuses because i do not 
like it when people make excuses and uh, <laughs> I am I've been pro- exactly I've been I've been procrastinating and I do not like procrastinators so I can't be a false prophet cool man cool well Darren this has been great buddy thanks so much for coming on and sharing you know everything that you've shared I'm going to put all of Darren's information if you want to reach out to him on the show notes of the podcast Darren look forward to catching up with you in the very near future and uh, continue to grab life big and congratulations on your uh, wedding thanks buddy I appreciate it you take care bud all right see you anytime Grab life big.